The Business South podcast is brought to you by Think Creative Intelligence Agency, Ridgeland, Mississippi, 601-856-2000. Bobby Gill, Gill, Ladner, and Priest, Attorneys at Law in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Bobby, you grew up in Gillsburg, Mississippi, correct? Correct. Tell me about Gillsburg. Isn't it famous for something? Well, uh, Gillsburg is the place where the Leonard Skinner plane crashed. In fact, it crashed on the road that I grew up on. And um, there's now a memorial uh, at the crash site or close to the crash site. And there's signs on the Interstate 55 telling people what exit to take. And it's a nice memorial. In fact, there are people that hang out there to talk to visitors. And uh, it's gotten a lot of attention. People from all over the world have been to see this memorial uh, in Gillsburg, Mississippi. Were you living there when the crash took place? It was 77, I believe. <laughs> it was. I was not living there. At that time, I was living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. But all my family was living there. Uh, my uncles and aunts and cousins, uh, all live there. In fact, one of my uncles was the first guy to get, uh, in the plane, um, the night it crashed. Um, and my aunt was a nurse in Kentwood, Louisiana, and some of the crash victims were brought to the hospital there. Back in the seventies, Kentwood had a hospital, and so some of the victims were taken to Macomb, Mississippi, and some of them were taken to uh, Kentwood, Louisiana. It's a real tragedy. That plane ran out of fuel, and it was very close. I mean, probably within two minutes of the Fernwood Airport, where it could have landed safely. Uh, unfortunately, it was nighttime. You yeah. know, had it been daytime, they could have set that plane down on the interstate or they could have set it down on a, a rural road, but they couldn't see them. So it was very unfortunate. Uh, some people didn't survive it. Some did. And that band was at their peak, really, at the time. They were. I have to ask Gillsburg, Bobby Gill, any connection there? Any family uh, history? Yeah, you know, uh, goes way back. But, you know... Gillsburg is basically just a small community. Uh, it's crossroads. There's not much in Gillsburg. There's a church, which is the center of the community. It is a um, nice little community, great people there. When I was growing up, it was a dairy community. And back, I believe it was, I was a young kid, but I believe it was the early 80s that the government came in and bought out all the dairy farmers. And almost everybody in the community took the buyout, other than maybe mm -hmm. two or three different uh, families that decided to keep their dairy. Um, but I'm not sure there are any operating dairies in uh, Gillsburg anymore. Sad to say. And, and, you know, Bobby, before we get into your story career as an attorney, as an entrepreneur, business owner, I have to ask, growing up in a community like Gillsburg, which sounds pretty idyllic, how did that shape you today as an attorney, as a lawyer? Well, when you grow up in a small community, um, it's a slow pace of life. In small communities, uh, people help each other. You know, neighbors help each other like family. 
Um, you know, we let people borrow our equipment. Yeah. Uh, you know, we help them haul hay. We we would do whatever we needed to do, take meals to people that needed it. And uh, I saw that sense of community growing up. And here in Jackson, you know, it's just a much faster pace of life. And we don't get an opportunity to interact as much um, in the city with our neighbors as we did in the country. But it was certainly a great place to, to learn uh, important values in life. Uh, it's a solid community, and the people there are genuine, and they care about each other, and they're always willing to help their neighbor. Gil Ladner and Priest, I know you had offices in Jackson at one time. You're now on Highway 51 in Ridgeland, Mississippi. When did the firm start, and why did you start to go out on your own? I, I assume you were with a bigger firm probably at one time. I was, and we started Gil Ladner and Priest in 2005 uh, with my uh, partner, Kirk Ladner, who unfortunately is uh, now deceased, and my other law partner, Jamie Priest, who is uh, still in the firm. And we went out on our own uh, in 2005. We started downtown Jackson and uh, stayed there up until, you know, five or six years ago when we moved to Ridgeland. We moved to Ridgeland. It was a good move for us. We bought the old uh, tax assessor building in Ridgeland on Highway 51. And we uh, put a coffee shop downstairs, CC's Coffee House. And we've got a community room in there that we let people use for free. Um, they come in and we have Bible study groups. And we have realtors that meet there. We have CPR classes that happen there. All sorts of people in the community use this room. And it gives the building a sense of community. And it's helped us develop relationships that we would not develop otherwise. Have you ever gotten a client from a customer? At CC's? I have. Really? I have. Actually, um, I've gotten numerous different clients uh, through relationships that I developed at CC's Coffee House. So what happens is it may not be uh, the person I'm talking to that's the client, but it may be one of their relatives or one of their mm -hmm. friends or just somebody that's asked them, hey, do you know an attorney? I need an attorney for a certain matter. And... Um, you know, we're glad to help out. We've also offered a lot of free services. I mean, we have notaries in our office and people stop by all the time. Hey, look, I need something notarized. And if we have a notary available, then we just do that as a free service. Um, so we try to provide a, a sense of community there. Um, we help people any way we can. What are your specialties at Gil Ladner and Priest? Our specialties are uh, litigation. We do lots of personal injury uh, litigation where people are injured, um, car wrecks, things like that. Um, we also do business litigation. We handle business cases where businesses have gotten crossways, maybe where business partners split up like a business divorce and partners go their separate ways. So we handle that. We handle cases sometimes where people get sued, they don't have any insurance uh, to defend them, or they get to pick their own attorney. So we do defense work on that side of the um, case. What has been your 
most gratifying part of of practicing law or what what do you enjoy practicing most of all well what happens to us is we sometimes see people at their worst they come to us and they've been injured in an accident they just have no idea what to do they have no idea they've never done it before they don't know what to do about their car they don't know what to do about their medical bills is the car insurance supposed to pay the medical bills? Is the person that faults insurance supposed to pay the medical bills? How does this work? How much am I going to have to pay? What if I can't work? What do I do? There are all sorts of complicated issues that we help people resolve, and we make their lives better. We get them in a position where um, they can get through it. Because it's, it's very tough. It's tough emotionally. It's tough financially. It's tough in many different ways. And it's very gratifying to be able to help somebody who is not in a position to help themselves. This is the Business South podcast. And our guest is Mr. Bobby Gill of Gill Ladner and Priest, law firm in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Bobby, I don't want to cast dispersions on your peers or any other firms, but it's a loud market these days, for lack of a better word. Has that hurt your profession? Has it cheapened it? I don't know um, necessarily if I would use the word cheapen, but there are lots of advertisements out there that catch people's attention that I personally don't think are very professional. And so as attorneys, we are a profession. And so in that sense, if you got, you know, a monkey standing on top of an 18-wheeler, uh, <laughs> you know, some people look at that and um, probably have a different opinion uh, of attorneys because they see ads like that. Or that you might win a lottery in a case, something yeah, like that. It's yeah, not, it's not about a lottery at all. You know, the people that get the most money – are the ones, unfortunately, that have the most serious injuries. And that's the reality of how it works. What people don't understand is, basically, we make sure insurance companies do their part, right? We pay insurance premiums, and when we have a claim, the insurance company should pay what they owe. And that's what we do as attorneys. We make sure insurance companies do what they're supposed to do. Do you stay in touch with people? I mean, you just mentioned that you see them at their worst. And I, you're bound to get some kind of attachment to these folks. Do you stay in touch with them through the years as needed, even beyond the legal necessities? I do. I have clients that I represented um, 25 years ago. Really? Yeah, that still call me today, and they call me about all kinds of things. Some are legal-related, some are not. Sometimes they have problems with their relationship, and they just call me to say, hey, what do you think? What do you think I should do? Um, we help people any way we can. We develop uh, friendships through our law practice. Some attorneys are not like that, but we do. Once you get attached to a person, uh you don't lose that attachment just because the case is over. Right. How has the pandemic, which now seems to be ebbing a little bit, we hope, 
and Zoom and all these different ways of, of doing business and doing law. How has that changed your profession, Bobby? And do you think some of these changes are going to be implemented permanently? I would hope so, because some of the changes are good. They make things really efficient. Um, I'll give you an example. I had to do a deposition of a guy, and he lived down in a Mexican border town. I can't remember the name of it, but anyway, is a Mexican border town. And I'm here in Ridgeland, Mississippi. And so it would take me, I don't know, a day to get down there at least. Uh, a day to get back by the time you, you know, you go to the airport, you check in, you know, you have your connecting flights. Um, it would have taken me probably three days to handle this deposition had I not been able to do it by Zoom. Doing it by Zoom, I sat at my <clears> desk, um, logged in. Deposition was over in about two and a half hours. Uh, I went on about my business, as did he. So we are uh, fortunate in that regard that things like Zoom uh, has made the, have made the law practice a lot more efficient. You know, I was actually in a courtroom. I don't do um, criminal work, but I was in a courtroom one day um, where the judge had criminal cases. And typically what happens is they bring these um, people that have been charged with crimes into the uh, court, right? They transport them into the court, uh, you know, with shackles to enter their pleas. And what I saw was the judge had a camera set up uh, in the jail, and the judge had a camera set up in his courtroom, and he was able to do this same thing from the bench without having to transport people mm -hmm. uh, over to the court. Seems to me like that's much more efficient, and safe. Um, seems to me like it's a good way to handle things. Um, we spend a lot of time, unfortunately, as attorneys sitting around and waiting uh, when we go to hearings. You know, their dockets, and sometimes you just got to get in line. And your case may be called first, or it may be called 19th. Who knows? And so I think things like Zoom uh, can make the law practice much more efficient uh, than it is already. Having said that, now you practice throughout Mississippi. Are you licensed in any other states? We're not licensed in any other states. I'm not. My law partner, Jamie Priest, is licensed in Wyoming also. However, we can work with attorneys in any state in the country in fact, I have done work uh, even overseas before. So we can work with attorneys essentially anywhere in the world. So we encourage people, if they are involved in an accident, it doesn't matter where you're from, they can contact us and we can work with attorneys in their jurisdiction or in the jurisdiction where the accident happened to help these people. Bobby, given, again, the nature of your work, the type of law you do, how do you avoid cynicism or burnout? I mean, when you see, and I'm saying this, not you, but if you see maybe insurance companies trying to take advantage of people who have no other means, it's bound to make you a little bit cynical. Well, it happens, 
from time to time. Sometimes insurance companies do what they're supposed to do. Sometimes they don't. And that is the reason why we have courtrooms, right? Yeah. So what happens when they don't do what they're supposed to do, then our only option is to file a lawsuit and to set it for trial. And if it doesn't resolve, then go to trial. And sometimes after that, there are appeals. You know, we're able to settle a lot of cases without even filing a lawsuit. And lots of people will come to us and they're like, well, you know, I don't really believe in filing lawsuits. And I'm like, uh, first of all, we may not have to file a lawsuit. Second of all, um, the reason we file lawsuits is because insurance companies uh, don't want to pay what we believe they owe. And that's the reason we have to file a lawsuit. So, you know, we go through periods where insurance companies uh, seem to want to settle cases. And then we go through periods where they don't. I know at the beginning of COVID, it appeared that the insurance company wanted to do, insurance companies wanted to get things resolved. And then after COVID lingered for a while, it appeared that they were making offers to people and saying, hey, you can take it or leave it. Um, you know, if you don't want to take it, then do what you got to do. Is it a constant struggle with these insurance companies? It depends. It depends on the company. It depends on the adjuster. Um, sometimes they're reasonable. Sometimes they're not. I'm sure sometimes they think that we're being unreasonable. Right. Right. right? Put on your objective hat and, and toot your own horn. What is it about Gil, Ladner, and Priest that makes you all a better firm or the firm that people should contact instead of whoever's advertising or, you know? Well, I'll say this. There are lots of great lawyers, especially in Mississippi. We have lots of talented attorneys here in Mississippi. I would say what makes us different is we genuinely care about the people that we represent and we follow them through from beginning to end and we help them any way we can. We get good results. You know, the interesting thing about um, what we do is a lot of our settlements, almost all the big ones are confidential in nature. We don't get out there and, and say, Hey, we got Miss Smith uh, $3.7 million today. Right. We don't do that. We keep uh, our clients' matters confidential. And it's really nobody's business other than Miss Smith that we got her $3.7 million. So um, that's one issue that we have, uh, you know, with advertising. You have to keep stuff confidential. And, you know, sometimes attorneys use actors and they people act like they got a settlement and it's not really the person. And, you know, there are all sorts of things that, that can happen. But at the end of the day, we keep our clients' matters confidential. And we have gotten huge hundreds of millions of dollars um, in settlements for our clients over the years. And we always want to keep that confidential. We always want to help them. We always want to see them get the best result that they possibly can. This is the Business South podcast. And our guest again in the studio is Mr. Bobby Gill. He is an attorney with Gill, Ladner, and Priest, a law firm here in Ridgeland, Mississippi. 
Are we going to see any lawsuits or legal action or new legal directions that are coming out of COVID? I think I read an article recently that some lawsuits are being filed about, well, you're the expert. I'm not sure what they were filed about, but mm -hmm. it, the point of what I saw was that COVID is bringing forth new litigation. Well, there's going to be all sorts of litigation uh, derived from COVID, I would think. Um, one of the issues is business interruption mm -hmm. litigation. Um, does the insurance policy you have cover a shutdown from a pandemic? And, you know, some may, some may not. It depends on the jurisdiction you're in. It depends on the language of your policy. Um, there's going to be all sorts of litigation about that. There, I'm sure there'll be litigation about um, the vaccines at some point. Uh, you know, there are lots of government mandates out there regarding COVID. And uh, who knows what kind of litigation will come out of that at the end of the day. Are you seeing any litigation from this yet? Um, I see... Uh, some, yes, I, I do see some. I'm not personally involved in any COVID litigation at the moment, but I, I do see it. I mean, I'm on uh, listservs and uh, emails from, you know, different entities across the country and the world regarding litigation. So I certainly see it out there. Bobby Chance Shelton, our producer, has indicated we've got about five minutes left. If you weren't practicing law, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Other interests are um, real estate. Uh, very interested in real estate. I've been involved with real estate uh, businesses for a long time now, and I enjoy doing that. Um, I also enjoy the uh, financial industry. Uh, I think probably um, I wouldn't mind being a, a financial advisor. I'm fascinated with uh, how people can manage their money to better themselves. And you, I mean, you handle cases that deal with, with both issues, right? I do. Yeah, I certainly do. And, you know, we do things in some of our cases, our big cases like structured settlements where people can get guaranteed payouts for the rest of their lives and that's very important to some people. Uh, you're guaranteed a payment every month for the rest of your life. I have a woman that I represented. She was 21 years old, I think, when I was handling her case. And now she's probably 45. And we got her set up um, with payments for the rest of her life. And she calls me and, and she thanks me occasionally uh, for that because she's still getting those payments and she will get them for the rest of her life. She says, I've been through, I've been married a couple of times. I've been through a couple of houses and cars and um, I would have lost all that money had it not been set up to get structured payments for the rest of my life. And I appreciate that. Bound to make you feel good. It does. Absolutely. Well, is there a moment when you look back at your career that maybe was the high point, the pinnacle, a case you handled, and you, and when you were done with it, when you won, you said, well, this is what really what it's all about. Well, I was involved years ago in 
lots of uh, mass tort litigation. And what I mean by that, it was lots of cases regarding one particular subject matter. And we just had uh, thousands and thousands of cases. And I was able to negotiate settlements for thousands and thousands of people. And um, it was a high-pressure environment. There was a lot at stake. And it was very gratifying to get those cases over with and to get a good result for so many people. You still enjoy get up, getting up in the morning and, and doing your work? I, I do. It's changed. Some of the fun's been taken out of law practice. Yeah. But uh, it's still gratifying, especially when you help people that appreciate it. Bobby, thanks for coming on Business South. I want you to give contact information, not only on how they can get in touch, people can get in touch with you and Jamie Priest at Gil Ladner and Priest, but also you mentioned CC's and the fact that you have a room that people can use for free. It's a great room. I've used it before. Would you mind giving both uh, numbers contact information? Yeah, sure. So my law firm is Gil Ladner and Priest. We're on Highway 51 in Ridgeland, Mississippi. We're directly across the street from McDonald's in the old tax assessor's building. CC's Coffee House is downstairs. If you want to use the community room, all you have to do is go into CC's and tell them when you want to use it and uh, what, what time and what date, and they'll put you on the book, and they will allow you to use that community room for free. Upstairs is the law firm. Our phone number at the law firm is 601-352-5700. My email is bobby, B-O-B-B-Y, at glplawfirm.com. And we have several different websites, but the, the website that most people contact us on is uh, settlemycase.com, which is a site that we use to help people nationwide. Good enough. Bobby Gill, thank you for being on Business South, and thanks for all your great work over the years. Thank you, Jack. Our thanks to Chance Shelton of Think Creative Intelligence Agency here in Ridgeland, and thank you for listening to Business South.